salt of the world. Praise the Lord. The Lord says that you are the salt of the earth. Your family is the salt of the earth. Those that are connected to you are supposed to be salt of the earth. And it will be so in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. What you are replicating will prosper. Your seed will prosper. They shall represent what God wants them to be in the land of the living, in the mighty name of Jesus. The book of Matthew chapter 5 and verse 13, it helps us to know 13, 14 and 16, we will hinge on that and it says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltness, it says, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled on the foot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bushel or a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Verse 16 says, in the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Father, in the name of Jesus, uh, a few brief uh, words that we will speak this morning. May each season, may it preserve the souls 
and the ears of the hearers this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. This morning, as we, I have said, that we, we want to talk about the efficacy of the salt. Uh, the salt is, is good, but salt is also very dangerous. Uh, we use it for so many things. The purpose of salt is very dynamic. Salt can be, if, if there is no salt in, in a community, there's a problem. There would be malnutrition. <clears throat> but salt also, as a preserver, it could also be as a seasoner. If you cook your food and you do not put salt, I think probably maybe because you are sick or you just you just decided to you know cook a, a soft meal or a watery meal so that you do not want to put some salt. But if you if it has to be something that would be palatable, you would want to salt it. That means you would want to spice it up with seasoning and there would be salt. So salt is very important for the health of the man. It's also very dangerous for the health of the man, depending on which side or how you want to use it. Now, the dictionary expression of salt says, if you describe someone as a salt of the earth, he says you have a lot of respect for that person, that type of person who deals with difficult and demanding situations without making any unnecessary force or anger or being perturbed. Now, we have seen that uh, in that book of Matthew, chapter 5, Jesus found for himself a mountainside, a spot there. He found a crowd, they were thronging after him. So he decided to sit with his disciples and to teach them. He wanted to teach them the principles of the kingdom. And thank God, as he brought it down, it, it, today we call it, or the Bible calls it the Beatitudes. But in between those stories or those kingdom messages that Jesus brought down, he was able to give us the efficacy of salt. And he says that salt would season, but if we do not use it properly, he says it would be nothing to us. We will throw it out and we will trample it on the foot. This morning we want to be interchanging salt with the word of God. We want to be using salt as that thing, as that instrument of purity, of seasoning, of slavery, instrument of, 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 of good words. As a seasoner, every good cook, like I have said, would always want to, you know, spice up or, you know, put some salt in their food. Otherwise, the food will not taste nice. After all, Job chapter 6 and verse 6, it says, Can that which is unsavory be eaten without salt? So salt is biblical. If you, put, if you go to a restaurant or somewhere and you eat and then and it is not salty, you would, the next thing you would say, can I have salt? And so this morning, we want to look back at ourselves. Are we salt enough for our immediate families? 
Are we salt enough for our wives? Are we salt enough for our husbands, our children, our Christian brothers and sisters? Are we salt enough for our estates, the way we place, the places that we live? It is easier to accept messages from God. You know, God has given us salvation, but have we been benevolent with the salvation, the goodness of God around the people that we work with? Have we looked the other way when somebody slaps us because of Christ? A person must understand the need for our Savior to have died for our sins. These days, a lot of people do not go to church anymore. I see some people have started, you know, going assembling again. But our contact, thank God for the platforms that we have all over the place. Thank God for this one. Thank God for Pastor Manuel, who has stood, woken up early, slept late. He's always there. Even if he's not there, his presence is there. Thank God for all our leaders in, in this platform. Thank God for you. But most people have no problem admitting, you know, other people around them. And they become seasoners. They allow themselves to be seasoned. That's how, uh, as when you serve, when you're called to serve, you do not give an excuse. You are, you are seasoned and you're now imparting that seasoning onto other people because every time I hear each and every one of us there speak, I am blessed. Every time that I can't come on this platform, maybe I mean on other things, on other platforms, I just miss this platform because I want to hear those prayer points from Sister Olu. Someday we'll meet. I want to hear those prayer points from Sister Camila, Sister Ku, and all those people. I want to be able to hear that every day of my life. I want to be able to share also when privileged to. I want to be able to call my children wherever they are, even if they are not in town. Did you get online? I want you to hear ladies like you do this or do that. That is how God wants us to be seasoned and be able to season other people's life. The Bible says be diligent to present yourself a proof to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. You are seasoning when you rightly divide the word of truth. You are seasoning other people's life. Just as salt flavors food to keep the food away from being just food. Bland, like we say. God wants Christians to be a flavor. God wants us to use our lips to speak holy words, to be a flavor. God wants us to use our character to, to impart on other people's interests, not to pull them down. Now, the meekest thing in seasoning on a table, you know, it's very simple. Is the table salt? Look at your table again. Look at all the seasoning that you will find there. The salt looks simple. It's kept there. It is commonly used by, you know, to, to make things, to at least to add taste. Psalms 12 verse 6 says, The word of the Lord are pure. The words of the Lord are pure words. As silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them. O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. Everything around us 
is coming together to destroy us. But the Lord has strengthened your feet and you will not stop being seasoned so that you can season other people in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You know, in ancient times, salt had been, salt, salt had been used to form uh, um, different kinds of things. Currency, you can use it to preserve food. You can use it, it's, you know, you can use it to preserve meat and fish. Um, in, in, our grandparents use, they use it to do so many things. Now, besides, salt also assumes major importance as food or even uh, as food uh, enhancer. It enhances your food. You know, some, when you, when all this food that you see that is packaged, from one country to the other. There's salt inside, you know? There's salt inside. And so if you do not know how to use it, you could, you know, uh, develop hypertension or cardio diseases, you know? So it is important for us to understand the usage of salt. You know it is important for us to understand the usage of the word of God. Because the Bible says every word of God is pure. He is a shield to those who put their trust in him. That's the word of God. He says, do not add anything lest he rebukes you and you will not be a liar. Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5 and 6. So the word of God, the salt of God, which you and I are, we are supposed to say it as it is, not to add anything, not to subtract anything, because the Lord is watching. And the Bible has already told us that you are the salt of the earth. Matthew chapter 5, verse 13. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything. Therefore, except it is thrown out and trampled on the feet. May the Lord help us in the name of Jesus. Salt is a purifier. Salt is a preserver. Luke chapter 4 and verse 4. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by the word of God. So we, as his children, must understand that we must imbibe the word of God. If we imbibe the word of God and understand it and stand by the truth of the word of God, it would be like salt that preserves our soul. It would be like salt that preserves our full step. And we will not be swift to speak evil. In the ancient times, there were no refrigerators. Uh, people would rub their meat with salt and they would preserve it. So as Christians, we should preserve God's words by sharing it, by, you know, learning how to consistently, you know, strategically share the word of God. Share the word of God to those who have not heard it before. You know, send it, you know, we all have social media these days. God has spoken his word through you and I, and we will not stop sharing the word of God because God has called us to be his mouthpiece. He says, you are the salt of the earth. You are the salt of the earth. Christians lose the desire to be the salt of the earth if they do not come together as we do. And that's why we want to encourage each other to consistently come together. Otherwise, we will lose our saltness. We will lose our saltiness. We are not supposed to lose that because that is what keeps us as a family. Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 reminds us, it says, 
you are the salt of the earth. But if you do not, if you lose your saltness, it how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except it be thrown out and trampled on the foot. Now we have so many different kinds of things that we want to consider this morning. What does it mean to be salt? Salt, as we've described, you know, uh, keeps, uh, uh, preserves the thing for as long as we want it. It could go for a very, very long time. Salts are used even from the Old Testament. Now, the, the, the book of Matthew chapter 5 and verse 13 that we've read helps us to understand the four steps that we have to take to be able to get ourselves prepared for what God has called us to do. In Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18 through 20, the Bible says that Jesus came and spoke to them and saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven's disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And he says, teaching them to obey, I am with you always, even to the end of age. We have to be salty. We have to be salted. To be salted is to be equipped with the word of God. To be salted in the things of God, it means that we have to be soldiers of the cross. It also says that we must have a covenant with God, a mutual understanding agreement between ourselves and our God. When we accept Christ as our Savior, we make a covenant with him. We become his salt. He can use us to salt any part of the world. He says, go ye into the world. Go ye into the rest of the world. He wants us to evangelize in the rest of the world. And if we do not have the saltness, if we do not have the strategy, how to go and do that, how would we ever move? How if we ever know how to do it? Now, Genesis chapter 9 and verse 15 and 13 tells us that Noah himself had a covenant with God. And God moved through a rainbow with his covenant with Noah. He says that Abraham had a covenant with God. He says that his covenant was caught with stars in Genesis chapter 15, verse 5 and 18. Moses also caught a covenant with God. His covenant was of a table, tablet of stones, Exodus chapter 34 and verse 28. And lastly, David had a covenant of salt, a covenant of preservation, a covenant of longstanding, a covenant of purity, a covenant of salt. Second Chronicles chapter 13 verse 5. It says, Ought ye, not, ought ye not to know that the Lord God of Israel gave the kingdom of Israel to David forever, even to him and to his sons by a covenant of salt? Brethren, before we pray this morning, I want us to consider how preserved are we, how preserved are we strong enough to preserve others? How purified are you to purify others? How seasoned are you to season others? 
How thirsty in the things of God are you enough to make others understand that there is only one man, only one that can give you the kind of satisfaction that will make you live a life of, of, of uh, a life as a child of God. We have to be salted. Christians should preserve the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have to preserve this gospel by sharing it. We have to purify ourselves. Christians have to be, be pure in spirit and in truth. We have to you know, live seasoned, consistently seasoned. I am praying that as many as are hearing me this morning will understand that ourselves as children of God, as salty as we may be, the devil, the enemy is always standing, is always getting ready to bring us down, to pull us down, to negate all our efforts. You can go on a 20-day fast, a 30-day fast. He is always there. But Jesus has already warned us. He says in this lifetime, there will be tribulation. And therefore, for us to be able to be salted, we have to be prepared. The Lord will give us the strength to be prepared in the mighty name of Jesus. He will give us the strategy and the strength and the, the understanding of who we are in Christ Jesus and where we are and the things that we can do to so you know to to overcome this this predicament this 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 sinful world and and how deep it is going the lord will give us the enablement to be able to overcome it in the mighty name of jesus in the most wonderful name of jesus now i want us to know that there was also a lady a woman who out of thirst decided to meet with jesus that was her day of reckoning she would be salted. And Jesus said to her, give me to drink. After Jesus spoke to her in John chapter 4, verses 7 through 31, uh, there was a discussion made. In that discussion, little did she know that she would be saying to Jesus, Sir, give me this water to drink. I want to drink this water so that I will thirst no more. At the end of the day, we knew what happened. She became an evangelist. She was salted. Jesus could give her, because Jesus has called all of us with, with, a, with, with a covenant. He has called a covenant of, of salt with us. He has given that woman the ability to reach out there to be an evangelist. Now, the discussion that is between her and Jesus, what does it tell me? That discussion shows it borders around tribalism. It borders around racism. Oh, we are, uh, uh, our people have nothing to do with your people. It has nothing to do with selfishness. No, I can't give you water now because, you know, it, it is not my your right to drink now. No, it borders around ancestral beliefs. Oh, our forefathers used to drink here, so you can drink. Or how can you say that you own this? It borders around all kinds, it negates all kinds of um, um, human fulfillment. This morning, brethren, let us cut a covenant of, of salt with Jesus one more time and say to him, Lord Jesus, we've, 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 we hear you. We know that we have wronged. We know that um, we have been racist. We know that we've been tribalist. 
even though we call ourselves Christians, we know that we have been selfish. We know that we've been we, we've been standing on the fence and and calling the other person of the other denomination um, less a Christian in our hearts, even though we would not say it. But all these differences, you have taught us to be salted. You have taught us to be salted the way you want us to be, because you have given us the same grace that you give to the, our forefathers. We want to be able to stand in the midst of all this predicament and say of the truth, you have made us well. And that's why we want to pray this morning. We want to pray this morning. We want to say, Father, as seasoning agents, please use me, use my family, use us to be, to be a, a, an agent of purity in this sinful world, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father. In the most wonderful name of Jesus. Father, use, use us to be uh, instruments. Use us to be agents of purity in this sinful world. In the name of Jesus. Father, use us to be instruments of purity in this sinful world. In the name of Jesus. Give us the strength, ability, the understanding, agents of, uh, of purity in this sinful world. In the name of Jesus. We all our differences. We cast out all our frailties. All our inadequacies and bring ourselves to you to be agents, seasoning agents, seasoning agents, and us to be like a salt. We want to be seasoning agents in these last days in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Father, salt is a preservative. Make me a contributing purity. Make me contributing. Make me able to contribute in words and in action. Lord, help me to contribute in words and in action. Because salt is a preservative. Salt to be a contributing agent in words, in action, in institutions, in relationships. My family may to be a preservative agent. Name of Jesus. Me to be a my life to preserve the lives of others. Lord, establish me, establish my family. An everlasting covenant of salt like David. Establish me, establish my family. Everlasting covenant of salt as just as David. In the name of Jesus, as David. Establish me, establish everlasting covenant of salt in the name of Jesus. Everlasting covenant of salt, everlasting covenant of salt, not as a temporal covenant, a covenant of the items, not as an error, but an everlasting covenant of salt. Everlasting covenant of salt. In the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, I know I've never did. Deny us anything for us together this year. Honor you and to pull up on your name. Never leave us nor forsake us. Jesus, in name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Now, the book of Colossians, chapter 4, verse 6 says, Let your speech be always, let it be with grace, season it with salt, 
that ye may know who, how ye ought to answer every man. He says, we are told to use some seasoning with our speech, you know. You will say, Father, help us to, to help us to use our mouth to bless others than to curse them. Help us to use our mouth to bless others and to bring pain, bring pain on our wives, on our husbands, bring pain on our neighbors, on our children. So, in the name of Jesus, according to the book of Colossians chapter 6, this, O Lord, let your speech always be praised. Lord, let our speeches be always be praised. Seasoned with salt, in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord, know that, that we, we are children of God. Should speak authority is on the on the steps of the Lord Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We know that we can do this. We know that it is only by your strength that we, 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 we will survive. We will continue to prosper in slaves and in bounds in the name of Jesus. Thank you as we continue, O oh Lord, to believe in you, that you will make us purified. You will purify us, O oh Lord. You will sensitize us with your grace in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. In the mighty name of Jesus we have prayed. Now, don't always be negative and critical, even when you, you, you know, you have, you know, criticized and admonished someone. You see, every time, most times we are too critical. Uh, you know, we're critical, critical to in everything. We just, we just have something to say about it. What Paul tells us, he says to rebuke with long suffering. In other words, to put, to temper judgment, to temper mercy with judgment. In Second Timothy chapter four and verse two, we are we 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 are we are to try and be patient with each other. I want us to pray. They say, Father, help me to be patient with my brethren. Help me to be patient with my family. Help me to be patient. Let me use my lips properly. Let me use my mouth properly. The criticism that I give to others. Oh Lord, they will meet it also unto me. So I pray, oh Lord, teach me and help me. Help me to change. Help me to stand in the truth of your word. And give me, give me long suffering. Long suffering, Lord. Help me to be, you know, to have the, the, the authority of it, to speak like Christ. The Bible says we should speak like Christ. Let, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. To speak like him, to behave like him, to speak like Christ, to honor you like like, like never before in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, honor you, we glorify you in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Let your speech be such that it doesn't bring shame onto you, onto your family. It, your speech shouldn't bring shame onto, onto Jesus Christ. Because sometimes when we speak in the public, there are certain things that we, we, we throw to, to the dogs, to the dust. We do not we do not recognize that we are representing Christ. Titus 2, verse 7 and 8 says, In all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works. A pattern of good works. In doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech. I want us to pray this morning, finally that God will give us the sensitivity to be able to represent Christ well. 
the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, give me the sensitivity to present Christ. Present Christ in all that I do. Present Christ inside my home. Inside my home. I will represent Christ well. In Jesus' name, I have to Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, sir.